Hello, Stay Paid listeners, and welcome to a bonus episode of Stay Paid that we are calling Deep Dives. We often have the privilege of speaking with guests in highly specialized fields or areas of expertise that get pretty specific within a niche of professional services, sales, and digital marketing. These episodes can get a little more technical, but we always show you how you can apply these tips universally to generate leads and drive sales in your own business. In this episode, we speak with Don Graves on the somewhat controversial topic of reverse mortgages. Now, Don gets pretty detailed here on how reverse mortgages work and how they've changed over the years, and he delivers a golden nugget in this episode of a pitch, the actual words that a real estate agent or financial advisor can use to open up a conversation with a potential new client. Now, even if you're not in real estate or financial services, I encourage you to listen because this is an amazing example of how to use your niche and your knowledge as an icebreaker for a business opportunity. Thanks for listening and enjoy this Stay Paid Deep Dive. From Reminder Media, this is Stay Paid, a sales and marketing podcast on a mission to help you close more deals and retain more business. Hosted by the VP of Marketing, Josh Stake, and Reminder Media's president, Luke Akery. So get ready to hear the golden nuggets that will allow you to live a life of freedom tomorrow, but only if you take action today. I'm back on I didn't the sales. Intro yet. Sorry, but I'm back on the sales floor, and I got to share this because it's just a, you know, a truth in sales mm-hmm. that even as a sales leader, sometimes got to be reminded of it. Is look, they don't pick up the phone when you call them back in our business. It is hilarious. I have talked to so many real estate agents over the past couple of days, mm-hmm. and so many. And I had two people that booked a phone call with me, and one said she was going to do it. It was hilarious. She said she was going to do it, and I, I believed her. And you know what they say, <laughs> right? You know what they say in sales? They never come back. Buyers are liars. Buyers are liars. <laughs> liars, are liars. <laughs> but she, she never picked up. Then I called and kept trying to reach out to her, and finally I texted her, and she goes, hey, Luke, yeah, um, I'm not going to do the magazine. <laughs> Nice. So I was like, well, right. No problem. Yeah. She got back to me. Well, but. our guest today is Don Graves. He is the president and founder of Housing Wealth Institute and an adjunct instructor of retirement income at the American College of Financial Services, one of the nation's leading educators on incorporating house, housing wealth into retirement income planning, as well as being a highly sought-after professional speaker. His workshops are helping advisors across the country grow their practices. Don, welcome. Thank you for being here. Thank you, sir. Yes, Don. Thank you for even coming into the studio, man. I love the in-studio Absolutely. versus the ones Absolutely. over the internet. I knew the power, the power is going to be here, and I need to make time yeah. to be here. <laughs> you're making me feel good. It's good stuff, man. <laughs> so introduce yourself to the audience. I know we got connected, obviously, because we work in the financial advisor space. Yeah. And that's how we kind of got connected with you. But you have an incredible story. If you want to go ahead and introduce yourself, give, I always tell people, give the 30,000-foot view of you know, how you got to where you're at in life today. Mm-hmm. And then I want to dive into this idea. You're like the master of, uh, you know, reverse mortgages and, you know, who knows sure. where we'll end up going. But I think there's a lot of value that financial advisors and real estate agents can learn from your experience. But go ahead and introduce yourself to the audience. 20 years ago, I was uh, president of a nonprofit in Philadelphia called Habitat for Humanity. Sure. And my sister called me. She said, little brother, I want you to look at a business. And she described it to me. I said, oh, no, you're going to jail over this one. You're taking old people's houses. And, and it's, I don't want anything to do with that. And um, a year later, I, 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 said, I called her back. We talked in between. I said, tell me about that deal again. And I looked into it, and I called Fannie Mae and HUD and talked to all these folk. And I said, wait a minute. 
this could really be something if it were for the right person. And that's how I got into the world of reverse mortgages. A lot of research, a lot of thought to say this could be very meaningful to the right person at the right time. Mm -hmm. And that's the 30,000 foot overview. So for the last 20 years, that's where I focused on reverse mortgages. That's all I do. I teach at the American College. I teach, I've got 21,000 advisors working through my portion of the course where I talk wow. about reverse mortgages. And, uh, and that's my world. So I'm glad to be here with you guys. Yeah. So I guess let me know, you know, because a lot of the audience, maybe they have heard reverse mortgages, but just like you said, you know, the first time you heard about it, you're like, oh, you're going to go to jail for this. There's, yeah. there's tends to be sometimes a stigma, right, sure. around reverse sure. mortgages. I guess explain to the audience, like, what is a reverse mortgage? What's the value of it? And then I'm really curious to pick your brain of mm -hmm. how can a, you have 21,000 financial advisors, you said, going yep. through your course. So yep. it's obviously a value add uh -huh. that you can have as a business professional to really attract a certain clientele and help your clients in a different way. Mm -hmm. And so I want to dive into that kind of. That was great. That was lots of questions. Yes. Good luck. And um, I told you I my family's from Falmouth, Kentucky. And so um, you have to back down just one, two questions at a time with long series. <laughs> I, I made that answer more. I have to listen. Re reverse mortgages. You ever mention reverse mortgage at a barbecue, a family reunion? Three people get up from the table. Your aunt Janie made a shank out of a plastic knife and fork and came after you. I mean, it, it's just dangerous. It's dangerous. And I thought, well, why is that? You mentioned reverse mortgages and polite company. And a lot of that is that people don't know or they have outdated information. Correct. And so when you take time to move beyond the, the television commercials or the things you've seen on TV, you realize that in America, the biggest asset that boomers have is their homes. Mm -hmm. The single largest concentration of wealth of most boomers is their home. So the average married couple has um, less than $100,000 saved at, 65, at mm -hmm. age 65, but a house is worth $200,000. So what do you do with that? How do you um, develop a retirement income plan for those who are going to live longer? They're highly in debt. They haven't saved enough to sustain their long retirement. Well, an advisor says, well, I'm a AAA advisor. I say, okay, all right, player, you're AAA. What's that, what's that mean? <laughs> I say, you're, you're including all available assets when you develop a plan. He said, I do, Don. I look at their income, and I look at their investments and their insurances. I said, what about their housing wealth? Oh, no, I don't talk about that. Hmm. I said, well, how, how in the world could you consider yourself to be a fiduciary or... or a holistic or comprehensive or any of those terms when you're ignoring most Americans' largest asset and certainly most retirees. I said, you, you couldn't. You couldn't hold yourself out to be that. I said, you have to look at it because if not, you're, you're limiting your clients. If I injured my arm and I went to the doctor, wouldn't I want the doctor to give me all viable treatment options? Hmm. He says, well, we're just going to have to cut your hand off. Well, I thought that was a ganglion cyst. I thought you just hit it with the Bible. That's what they do back in the day. That's <laughs> called the Bible bump. You just get a King James out and whack it. Wait, what did you call it, the Bible bump? The Bible bump. That's what they called the ganglion cyst back in the day. And you just whack it one good time. Now, that's, when I, that's what I got when I talked back to my mom. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> the Bible that was, bump. Yeah. That was our Bible bump. Well, well imagine a physician saying, we're just going to cut your arm off. <laughs> Yeah. And he doesn't give you all viable treatment options. If you did it, you're foolish. But right. at minimum, that's malpractice. Every advisor in America, every mm. advisor worth their salt, has to have a cursory knowledge of, of the applications that can impact their client's retirement. Mm. Reverse mortgages have been around for 32 years. 
It's not somewhere, in, it's not spooky land. I, we, you would go, go to uh, the amusement park, and there's a part of the amusement park where the haunted house was, and Mama said, last little boy went in there, he never came out. <laughs> and that's spooky land. That's where people put reverse mortgages. We said, no, they need to be over here with the teacups and the Ferris wheels. <laughs> and they're not something on the side. They're something mainstream. Mm. How mainstream are they? There are three programs in America that the federal government has established and works with the undergird retirement. Mm -hmm. Three of them, only three. The first is Social Security, 1935. No one screams about that. No one whizzes out, oh, Social Security. Right. <laughs> the second is um, Medicare for, for uh, medical services around 1965. No one whizzes out about that. The third program to undergird retirement is the home equity conversion mortgage, uh, what we know of as the reverse, reverse mortgage. mortgage. Right. That's a, so. If we didn't whiz out about Social Security, didn't whiz out about this, why would we not want to understand how something that's been around 32 years can help benefit and sustain retirement beyond the 30-second or 60-second commercial we see on television? Well, we should, and that's what I get passionate about. So I guess tell me, so basically, you know, in layman's terms for someone like me to understand the reverse mortgage, mm -hmm. it's basically instead of me paying a mortgage, it's someone paying me basically the equivalent of what that mortgage would be over a certain period of time. They're like paying me back for my, paying me for my house over a certain period of time. Mm -hmm. How old are you this year? So I'm 31 years old. 31. So um, there, there are different type of mortgages that are probably suitable for different stages of life. So when you're first starting out and you get married and you buy a home, typically you get a 30-year mortgage. Around your middle years, 45, 50, 55, um, you're trying to put the kids through college or you're trying to um, build an addition on a house or do some remodeling, and you get a home equity loan or line of credit. Mm -hmm. Those are appropriate for the age group. But what loan is appropriate when you're 65? You're on a fixed income, you're retired, you've saved up, you're living off of that. Do you want to have a mortgage that has a, a, a payment attached to it? No. You want a mortgage specific to retirees. The loan gets repaid when the last surviving borrower permanently departs the house, moves gotcha. or dies. At that time, whatever money was advanced to them, plus the interest that has accrued, gets repaid, okay. and 100% of the remaining equity passes on to the heirs or the estate. That's the essentials of a reverse mortgage. Mama needs some money now. Daddy needs money now to accomplish some sort of retirement goal or purpose. So we're going we're gonna to do this so we have access to capital. We'll use it, we'll nibble off of it, we'll do whatever we need, and at some point in the future, we'll die or move. Maybe at that point, we owe 200000 but our house is worth 500000 Kids sell it, pay back the two, and they pocket the three. Mm. That's the basic premise of a reverse mortgage. Nice. And you said it's tax-free. So it is tax-free. Okay, so they don't have to actually pay taxes on the That is there. right. And in retirement, the, the thing that kills most people in retirement is going to be taxes. Right, And, and you all know that. That if some people say, Don, I've got a lot in a 401k, I said, no. Uh, the, the old saying, when is when is a million dollars not a million dollars? When it's in a 401k. <laughs> because Uncle Sam... Wait, you're, you're scaring me, Don. <laughs> what do I need to know about my 401k? No. Well, the, the, <laughs> what you need kidding. to know and your listeners, they already know this. You don't own it. Th that's owned by Uncle Sam. Mm -hmm. And Sam gets his money first. And here's the deal. You don't know how much you're going to pay your business partner on this. Right now, you may pay 14, 24, 33%, but right. by the time you get the money, who knows, who knows what, what it will be? Right. So yeah. your business partner says, give Tax me money. Tax going first. in, but not coming out. Yeah. So when you retire, you've got this money, and you, I think it's important to have another, you need taxable money, yeah. right? That, that tax free money yep. and tax deferred money. Reverse mortgages are tax free. And so in order to make sure you don't get into another tax bracket, 
How about we take some money from over here? Or in order not to have your Social Security taxed at 50 or 85%, the smart retiree wants to look at all available assets, AAA. I'm going to look at my income, investments, insurances, and my housing wealth. Mm. And I want to structure that, that I pay minimum in taxes, maximum in retirement enjoyment. Why wouldn't I use my biggest asset to at least have a conversation about that? Who wouldn't do that? I, I forgot the camera lady's name. I, but what's your name? Ariel. Who? That's beautiful. That's, that's a, producer Ariel. Yeah, that's producer some sort Ariel. of um, Little Mermaid. I never saw Little Mermaid. Under yet. the and, sea. Uh, it's okay. I've seen it enough for <laughs> <laughs> I forgot what I was going to say. But uh, the, the thought is, um, people say, well, should I even look at a reverse mortgage? Right. It may not be. Uh, first of all, it's not for poor and destitute people. It's not. And we'll get to that later. But if someone came to you, and a banker came to you, Ariel, and people can't see. This is not on cameras. Oh, it is. <laughs> <laughs> and Ariel, the, 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 the banker, banker you know says, hey, listen, someone died and left you a safe deposit box at the bank. She probably didn't know what that is, does she? She's a millennial. Is that Ariel, like, do you know what that like cash app or good no, millennial. What's, what's a safe? <laughs> I knew it. Let's. It's a box at the bank that's safe. Let's do subject matter B. Deposit things in it. All the millennials like a safe deposit box. Is that a new app? What do you live in? Venmo me. Yeah, but I said to folks who know what that is, Ariel. I said if the bank president comes to you and says, "Hey, here's the key to safe deposit box. Someone died, and you have access to that. Would you go and see what's in it?" Answer is absolutely, absolutely. Well, if you're sitting on your biggest asset, I have to watch how I say that. Mm -hmm. I speak to church groups. I said, Miss Jones, that's a, that's a big asset you got right there. <laughs> then you get the you Bible get bump. You get the <laughs> Bible bump. Then I got the Bible wagon. <laughs> Pastor laughed and smacked me around and said that. But um, why wouldn't you know? Why wouldn't you want to know mm -hmm. what's viable? Wouldn't you, whether you used it or not, you right, would just yeah. want to know, yeah. well, what's in there? It's a huge value add especially for financial advisors. Like I can see, you know, from a financial advisor perspective, like it's you're bringing everything to the table for your clients, mm -hmm. but it's also a way you could do a really, really good, you know, prospecting campaign mm -hmm. because there are people out there in situations who need access to capital who, mm -hmm. like you said, what'd you say, the average family has saved 100000 by the 65 time 65-year-old married couple, average, average couple, is less than 100000 Yeah, so, so you're really bringing a solution to the table or a, a piece of the solution to the table for them as a financial advisor. And I'm, you know, just thinking through of how you, how have you seen financial advisors, for lack of a better way of saying it, like advertise this to their clients? Like how is it, is it through seminars you've seen? Is it mailers? Like where's the, you know, a financial advisor, how do they share this with their sure. clients? Get the word out to track new uh, Most adv financial advisors don't know because they're busy practicing financial advising. Sure. So, so this is not in their wheelhouse. It's like a pediatrician who's not up on everything in the Journal of Pediatric Medicine. Well, mm -hmm. you don't fault them because they've been treating kids. Yeah. So the advisor hopefully sees a, a broadcast like this and says, hey, what are they talking about? And you say the American College, so all advisors would know who that is. So how are advisors are using it? I, I went to uh, a seminar in Arizona. I was speaking. An advisor wrote me an email. I sent an email. He wrote it back. And he's trying to be cutting and witty. And he says, Don, we're, we're a retirement investment advisory firm. We've had a lot of people who've done a lot of research, and we don't believe a reverse mortgage is a prudent strategy for any of our clients. I save that. I tell this story every time I get a chance. So I began to ask three questions because I thought that's insightful. 
So I said to advisors, and you may be listening or watching, what percentage of your clients, if you're an advisor, what percentage of your clients who are at or in retirement do you honestly think would have a need for a reverse mortgage? Well, those who are honest would say 5 or 10%. I said, that's great, that's honest. Second or third question, three questions. Um, what percentage of those clients would say they're 100% certain they'll have a great retirement? Not what we feel, but what they feel. Well, that's a small number too, 5 or 10%. Now, here's the third and final question. If you're watching, I don't know if you can zoom in real dramatic-like on this, but I'll just face it. Get my side real good, too. <laughs> side, side profile. <laughs> here's the here's third and final question. If there was a proven resource that allowed those clients to increase their cash flow, reduce their risk, preserve assets, improve liquidity, or even add new investable dollars back into their retirement savings, mm. what percentage of your clients would want you to tell them about that? 100%. 100%. There it is. We didn't That's need a, a profit. No, I said 100%. Now, now, notice, most of you all, advisors who are watching, when I asked that question, you said 5 or 10% of your clients would honestly have a need for a reverse mortgage. Right. But when I told you what the newly restructured reverse mortgage does, increase cash flow, reduce risk, preserve assets, Whew. improve liquidity to add new dollars back into retirement saving, you said 100% of your clients would mm -hmm. want you want you to tell them about it. So how is it that you thought 5% need it, but 100% want to have it? Mm. You see? That is a great sales principle right there, man. It's, it's literally sharing what the, what the problem yeah. you're solving and how you solve this pain point and where well, the person that's is versus sharing about what the product is. Yeah, that, that moves us away from what I thought it was or I thought it did this. Yeah, correct. And advice said, Don, how did we get this big impasse? I said, I, 1997, I just became president of uh, Habitat for Humanity in Philadelphia. And they gave me a, a cell phone. And I didn't have a cell phone up to that. It was one of them flip deals, right? Yeah. And I was a baller. You wait, wait, what, what's a flip, flip, flip phone? I'm yeah, she doesn't know. She, <laughs> Ariel, she, what is that? I know what a flip phone is. So and, yeah. You know, I, you couldn't have told me I wasn't first round NFL draft choice with that phone. And uh, I would just go and I'd be making up calls at the corner like I'm talking That's to right. someone. Yeah. What's up, man? I'm on the phone. I'm on the phone. And oh, it's about 90 cents a minute to call my wife. <laughs> but I'd just be pretending, right? Yeah. Now it's 1997. Now let's fast forward 2017. And my youngest son, he has a phone. And all that phone did, it made calls and received calls. Didn't text, didn't tweet. Uh, no birds got killed, nothing. No angry, nothing. nothing. <laughs> it just texted and tweeted. Now my son, 2017, 20 years after this, Ariel, my son one day is in his car, in my car, and I almost ran off the road. And I looked over and I said, what are you doing? He was making a phone call. <laughs> he had had the phone two years. I'd never seen him make a phone call, never seen him receive a phone call, but lots of tweets, things disappear when dad came over to look at it. Like, Why did the thing just disappear? <laughs> now, you would be hard pressed. You would be hard pressed to call my 1997 cell phone that uh, made and received phone calls. You would be hard pressed to call that a mobile device, a smartphone with 3.9 million apps. And I think that's what advisors, when they think of reverse mortgages, they think of two things that it did in 1997, that's a not great, the 3.9 million things that the newly restructured reverse mortgage is doing that is helping their clients. Let me say it again, because you want to write it down. Helping your clients increase their cash flow, reduce their risk, preserve assets, improve liquidity, and add new investable dollars back mm. into their retirement savings. Listen, which one of you has a client that says, I don't have any interest? And that I can tell you, your client's name is Gates, 
Bezos, Jobs, <laughs> no. Josh Dyke. Yeah, there you go. Yeah. One of Josh's kids. But apart from that, everybody wants to know that. Hey, digital marketers. Want to know about something surprising you can do to step up your game? It's print. No, print is not dead. Airbnb, a tech company, created a print publication to reach people at newsstands and in magazine aisles. JCPenney discontinued their print catalogs, but then went back to them when their digital-only catalogs weren't driving sales. These companies, and so many others, know that print is a unique, tangible way to get the attention of customers. Find out more about how you can use print to grow your business by downloading our free ebook, Print Media, Your Secret Marketing Weapon, at ReminderMedia.com slash printmedia. That's ReminderMedia.com slash printmedia. Take action on this today. It just makes sense, doesn't it? Mm. If you're sitting with a client to say, is it okay if we use all of your available assets? That just makes sense, right? I was down at the Eagles game on Sunday. I wish we had all of our available assets on the offense, (laughs) but we didn't. Deshaun was out. We did not. Uh, Jeffrey Aguilar Aguilar was out. He might as well have been out. He dropped the ball. Whatever the other wide receiver. He was out. The little small fella in the bag, the 12-year-old Sproles was out. (laughs) The (laughs) 12-year-old. We didn't have all of our available assets. And um, And look what Tom Brady did. And look what he did. He didn't do much. But but, he still um, won. But he won. If you're in retirement and you're trying to win the game, Mm. Make it to the playoffs, win the championship, the division, and you're not, and you've got some assets available to you. Right. And let's say they're healthy, they're available, they're on the bench, and you won't put them in the game. You're not going to be coach for long. Someone's going to find it. You're, you'll be down coaching, uh, back to coaching high school or, mm. or, or JV. You've got to use all available assets. Honestly, to all the advisors that will watch this, and, and yep. I, listen, I'm a Reminder Media fan. Is that yeah. who you all are? Yeah. Man, I was screaming today about it. I was just, I came from here, that appointment, and they said, where are you going, Don? You're all dressed up. I said, I know. I know. I put my, my wool vest on and my hat. I said, I'm going to Reminder Media. <laughs> I'm going to go said, meet Luke Acre and Josh. Stein. They said, who's Reminder Media? I said, you don't know You don't that? know yet? Man. They were fine. Let me remind about. you. I said, listen. You can get on the front page, second page, two back, a tear out deal. I said, you as an advisor, you need to be involved in that. They said, oh, it must be expensive. Man, I pulled out a rate sheet right there. I, <laughs> you got two new clients oh, right, right over here in Burwell. Oh, man, oh, man. I but love I'm it. Saying, listen, I said to them the same thing. Why wouldn't you? Right. If someone, really, if someone has available resources and the coach doesn't put them in the game, mm. that's not a world-class coach, is it? Mm. I mean, anybody could say, how come he didn't play him? How come he didn't do that? Anybody could see that. World-class people, world-class coaches and financial advisors and real estate professionals. The fastest-growing oh, yeah. yeah. fastest use of reverse mortgages is on the heels of real estate professionals. Really? That's, oh, man. I don't know if you all have real estate professionals. Oh, man. I know we you do. we got so many. Oh, if a real estate – I told – Listen, you tell me when to stop because I can You're go. You're good. Oh, no, right. I love it, man. We'll I can listen you to you all so, day. <laughs> so I'm over, here, I'm over here in Berwyn, and a lady's telling me about Jane. I said, Don, uh, she said, you, I said, Jane, tell me about Jane. I said, Jane lives in, in Devon, and she's got a $700,000 house, but she doesn't have any savings, right? So yeah. she, can't, she can have the house, but she can't get it painted. She can't fix the heater. For, and so Jane would like to stay in Devon, but she, she wants to move over to this house, but she she still not gonna have enough money. I said, what if Jane? Listen to this. What if Jane can move from her seven hundred thousand Devon home to another seven hundred thousand Devon home 
and have $300,000 left over to invest. And they looked at me like that 70s show where the, the, the older chocolate boy said to the younger one, he said, the, the young brother said, what you talking about, Willis? You, you've never seen that, don't you? Those were watching the, the, the camera ladies. It was like, they Googling it now. You know that. Come on, right? I know that. Right. Right. She's never You don't know the title. She okay. didn't know. It's called Different, different Strokes. Di we yeah, call it Different, different Folks. Different Strokes. Different, right. different Strokes. You'd different have to folks. know. That. <laughs> but you say to a real estate professional, imagine saying to someone, hey, you can buy your next house for about 50% down, next retiree, mm -hmm. and have no monthly mortgage payment. How much more business would you do? Your client sold their house, paid off their mortgage, and they've got $300,000 left over. But they want to they go past that place where they drive on Sundays and the husband looks at the wife and the wife looks at the husband and it says from the mid-500s. And they'd like to be in there, but they say, we can't get in there because all we're going to have is $300,000 left over. Imagine as a real estate professional, you could show them a way to buy a $500,000 home with $300,000 down and have money left over and have no monthly mortgage payment. How many more conversations could you have as a real estate professional? I'm going to tell you, mm. tens of thousands, mm. tens of thousands. So what program is that? It's a new type of reverse mortgage that came about in 2008 after the Grand Recession, part of the Homeowners Economic and Recovery Act, that, and was carved out just for real estate professionals. And so few know about it. Mm. Signed by Congress, signed by the President of the United States that allows a realtor to sell to retirees their next house for 50 to 60% down and have no monthly mortgage payment. Any wow. real estate professional that's in the business. Yeah, that's awesome. One-fifth of all homes sold last year, one-fifth were sold to people aged 65 and older. Mm. Wow. And most people never heard of this program even existed. I had never heard of this program, yeah. And so, so realtors look at me and say, well, Don, I've never heard of it. So? Just because you haven't heard of something, go online. See what Congress signed it. See when Obama signed it. See when the new president re-signed it. Mm -hmm. I said, this is just because you didn't see it. Now, the, the high road is that because you've been busy doing this the other way. But if you could sell a house, a person was going to buy a $300,000 home, but now they can buy a $500,000 home, is that beneficial to you mm -hmm. in your bottom line? Amen. Do you make yeah. more money? Absolutely. Did you do harm to the client? Did they spend money? Did they have to take a mortgage payment or move? pull money out of their savings. Not at all. Imagine an expanding pool of borrowers that you can have conversations with day and night, day and night, to be able to do this. Why wouldn't you want to learn about that? Because you, awesome. you didn't know. Because it took me, see, you're watching on this podcast. Uh, is, is this live? This, well, it's not recording? live, but it's it, live right can now. you cut out the facts? Right yeah, thousands. Tens of viewers. <laughs> yeah. I was in that mirror in the <laughs> thrift store Jessica yesterday. Jessica and, like, this and Ariel right viewing there. live. No, but okay. it will be, it's recorded and it will obviously come right. out. Cut out the frivolous stuff I may say. Yeah. <laughs> so how does someone take, you mentioned real estate, being able to have new conversations with prospective clients. How do you recommend they use this information to reach that? Is it through seminars? Is it through workshops? Is that kind of what you coach? They, they, one, they have to get in touch. They, they got to get in touch with me. Yep. Right. So I don't know where this goes. I'm assuming Canada, Jamaica, uh, Indonesia, New Zealand. <laughs> Hawaii. Wherever. We have, we have 12 listeners. Um, in, in Russia? In Egypt, I think. Oh, in Egypt. Yeah, we did. Checked. At some point, put my information on the bottom of the screen. Yes. But real estate professionals, I, I would give seven magic words. Yeah. And um, I would teach seminars and say, listen. Call now. Yeah. <laughs> here are the seven magic words. First, I said, Don, um, I don't deal with a lot of retirees. I said, oh, yes, you do. No, Don, my first-time home buyer, second. I said, okay, let's take your first-time home buyer, 26 years old. You say you don't deal with retirees. Where, that, where they hatched. 
<laughs> were they delivered by the store? <laughs> I said, so they probably got, Arrow, do you have parents? I do. Are they still with us? Yes. Do you have grandparents? I do. How old is Nana? Nana. <laughs> That's her name. I know it is. Yeah. Oh, it is Nana. I, I know. Nana, <laughs> I know. <actually. laughs> if you're down south, you'd have a big I mama. So there's a little culture diversity, one. right? Grandmother's, Grandmother's 91. 91. Still 91. So that means your parents are what, 60s? Yeah, something like that. Yeah, you don't know. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but listen, here's a real estate professional or a financial advisor who says, I don't, I don't talk to seniors, Don. I said, Of course you do. So the real estate professional is showing this house. It's the people's second house. He's a doctor. She's a nurse. They're having the second child. And, and she looks at them and she says, hey, I'm just curious. Do your parents currently own their home? Seven words. I call it the seven magic words. Do your parents currently own their home? The kids look up and say, well, yeah, yeah, mm -hmm. they do. And I teach folks, where do you go from there as a realtor? Because there's gold. I gave you seven magic words. Whatever comes next, mm. uh, you're going to increase your, your revenue, 10, 20, 30, 40, 50, $100,000 if you learn what to say mm. next. Yes, my parents currently own their home. You can talk about cash flow, <laughs> this, this, and this. Have they ever considered moving? Um, to another home. Oh, no, they've never considered moving. That's not true. You didn't pay attention when Mama said, these steps are getting on my nerves. I'm tired of raking these leaves. Mm. I'm tired of shoveling this snow. Mm. I'm you didn't pay attention. Well, my parents are going through that right now. You I'm didn't pay attention. Yeah. Yes, your parents have told you often. They're going to tell you again next Thursday, mm -hmm. right? Maybe we'll have it next year at your, your house, or this house is just getting so big and so hard to maintain. They're telling you something. Mm. Now imagine you're able to say as a real estate professional to your, to your client's parents this, hey, if we were able to um, increase your cash flow and reduce your expenses and even add new dollars back into your retirement savings, but it involved you moving to your next last and best home, would you want to see how it works? Now what's mama going to say? I think so. It, listen, increase your cash flow, more money. You can go down there to the casino, right? And go down <laughs> where I know what mom and them be doing, and, and, right? Now, um, reduce your expenses. What right. retiree said, no, I don't want to reduce my expense and um, add new money back into your retirement state. But it possibly involved moving to your next last and best home. Would you want me to tell you about it? Mm -hmm. See, there's a, there's a real estate so professional. Good. That's good. There's a real estate professional has just bought another conversation, right? right? Yeah. They've got another conversation. There's a financial advisor that says, hey, you're sitting with your client that just where I just came from. They're in that big house. The kid's not coming back. You don't want them to come back. Errol, are you going back to your parents' house? Say no, because they could be listening. <laughs> <laughs> My kids are listening. The answer is no. That's <laughs> big no. You ain't coming home. Big no on that one. <laughs> no, they're, they're already there. So... <laughs> But imagine, I mean, isn't that great? Imagine you were free and yeah. they didn't come home. No, but listen, the advisor that says to their client they're struggling, haven't saved enough, living longer, right. highly in debt, says to them, hey, um, if there's a way to increase your cash flow, reduce your expenses, and add new dollars back into your retirement savings, but, but it involved moving to your next, last, and best home, would you want me to tell you about it? What's the answer 100% of the time? Yes. Mm -hmm. I'm open to learning, but I want to see that. Mm -hmm. So all of a sudden, the financial advisor, because when they're finished, they may have one, two, three hundred thousand dollars in investable dollars, right? What advisor? What person's coming to your office with three hundred thousand dollars in legal, compliant, investable dollars that you're not happy to see, mm. right? The real estate professional that just talked to the children, and now you uh, gave your seven magic words. Now you're talking to mom and daddy, and mom and daddy didn't know they could move over here to this house, and I'm in Greater Philadelphia. I had a person, they moved from. Um, 
um, a $400,000 house to a $300,000 house and had $250,000 left over to add back to their savings mm. and no monthly mortgage payment because they learned something that the Congress set in motion that most people didn't know. So you say to a client, let's move you from 400 to 300, um, loft, two master bedrooms, little, little bench on the lake here, and put, two, put a quarter million dollars back into your retirement savings. Mm. Well, you get a conversation. The real estate professional gets the conversation and the sale, two sales, sold that house, bought the new house, double mm -hmm. commission, higher price points in a lot of cases, mm -hmm. and the financial advisor got investable dollars. Mm. So the two people you all work with the most, real estate professionals and financial advisors, absolutely Perfect opportunity. need to know how to access this 100% so of the time. Why? Because 87% of retirees own their home. 87%. There's $7 trillion in unmonetized home equity. And an advisor is saying, where's my next client from? Where am I? Huge market. It's, Huge. it's ridiculous. Yeah. It's ridiculous. There's an advisor heard me speak in Texas. He took two principles. I said, I dare you put it in action. He went back to Walnut Creek, California. He talked to a CPA. He said to a CPA, I just learned two things. I want to share it with you. Do you have any clients that would be interested in this? The CPA said, give me two days. Sent him 95 clients. Don, how do you know that? Because I talked to Bill, I talked to Kim, the CPA, to de de develop the letter to say, here's how we're going to There's your action engage. item right yeah. there. Right? There's your action item. For the I share two things at an Ed slot. Somebody may know him. He does yeah. IRA work. Ed had me on as a guest speaker. That advisor went and shared two. Ninety-five people are coming out of that that he's going to have time to talk to. He says, Don, couldn't I share this with every CPA that I know? I said, no, because you don't have the bandwidth to handle the business you're going to get. So mm. you better just stick. Let's see how we do with this 95 before we try to get to 9,500. Who doesn't want more clients? I mean, those who are watching right now, I don't need 95 mm. new opportunities. I'm good. I'm golden. <laughs> Why wouldn't you learn a simple strategy that 87% of people own their home, 50 to 68% of them have a mortgage or home equity loan payment? And I showed two strategies. That's beautiful. Tell everyone about your book, Don. Yeah. Oh, wow. I wasn't ready for that. <laughs> <laughs> if you're watching the video, yeah, if you just listen to the audio, yeah, no, you pull that right out of yeah, the Yeah, hey, pocket. listen, housingwealthbook.com can get you there, or books, I can't remember, yeah. book. But, um, yeah, I wrote a book. Uh, I was teaching. I'm a speaker. I, like to, I don't like to write. Mm. And so, uh, but I was speaking, and folks would say, you need something in the back of the room. So you look like you're somebody. I said, oh, okay. That's I, what I keep telling this guy. I keep telling yeah, him, he's got to write a book. Got to write something that's in the back of the room. So. Yeah, it makes you look like you got Because I'm, I'm a speaker. What's your name again? Jesse. Jesse. I'm a speaker. Can you tell? We can't tell. <laughs> I'm an old, Kentucky, no personality I'm an old Kentucky Baptist preacher. Just give me, give me an offering plate and a few wooden benches. I love benches you, Don. <laughs> so good. I just go to town. But they said, Don, you need to write a book. And about 10 years, I can't write a book. They said, Don, you... You're a simplifier, you're a summarizer. Just take this stuff you're yeah. saying and put it in a book. So I did that. I did that a year and a half ago. Wrote a book, and folks, oh, good, he's got something at the back of the room <laughs> after he speaks. And then this fellow, Ed Slott, um, I, I sketched a Rothkin version out on the back of a sheet of paper for one of his advisors. He gave it to Ed. Ed said, can you send me my book? He bought 350, flew me to Texas, speak in front of his folk. And he called me in December. He says, Don, can you take your advisor book and do you have a consumer book ready? Mm. 
And I didn't, but I, I said yes, because it was in my spirit. So yes, by faith. So I said, <laughs> it was, it was, I had it sketched out. So he says, I'd like to be able to offer it uh, on my PBS, because he does all this PBS yeah. stuff around the country. Mm -hmm. So I took the, the bigger book, and I, I, I took the same principles, and I just made it smaller, and I, I put some happy people on there. And really, this is designed for advisors. Advisors, we typically don't sell this unless you're buying um, 10, um, most advisors are about 25, 50, or 100, um, because it does the work for you. And they for the, give it out to their potential clients. To their clients. Client. You don't have to know any, and anything you heard me say on this podcast, say, oh, I wish I had it, you don't have to have it. Listen, this has a video, mm. not in here, but there's a website for your clients to go and access a video that I'm teaching at the American College to consumers. I talk about life insurance, long-term care, annuities, managed wealth, disability. I talk about all of this, how to coordinate it. Um, it's all in here, and you can see it on video. So all the advisor has to do is to have enough gumption <laughs> to, to say, hey, maybe I should learn a little something about it. You don't have to learn a lot, I promise you. How can they find the book? Now, housingwealthbook.com. Housingwealthbook.com. I hope. It could be asked. We're going to put well, the we're gonna URL put in, the show notes. in the show notes. Put it in the housingwealthbook.com. We'll get you the book. And housingwealth.net gets you to me. Dude, awesome. that's awesome. Yeah. Man. You've been fantastic. Thanks so much for yeah, being seriously. here. Yeah, seriously. Appreciate it. Awesome. Is it over? We're done? No, yeah. we got to do the outro. Yeah, oh, you're not, you're not out of here yet. Yeah. We're going to hear some more ad-libbing here in the outro. Don, uh, again, thank you so much for being here. Make sure to go check out this podcast show notes where we'll include URLs to Don's book and everywhere else that you can follow him. Uh, thank you so much for listening. If you're uh, available and interested in supporting the show. Which they are. We would appreciate it. And there's two ways that you can do that. You can head on over to iTunes, give us a five-star rating. Don will be waiting for yours. Yes, indeed. Thank you, Use Don. your yeah. son's cell phone. Yeah, I or, or have him do it. <laughs> I have Say, go good. give Stay Paid five stars. Yeah, there it is. Leave a comment on the, uh, on the review. We really appreciate it. Mm -hmm. And then the best way is really to tell a friend about us and share this on your social media. It really helps us spread the word. If you'd like to get hold of me or Luke, you can email us at podcast at remindermedia.com or find us on Instagram. We are at Stay Paid Podcast. And, of course, you can check out Reminder Media all over social media on we are at Reminder Media. For this episode of Stay Paid, I'm Joshua Stike. Guys, and I'm Luke Acrian. Man, it is just amazing to listen to somebody for 30 minutes, 40 minutes, and you can just tell the passion you have for your work. And the encouragement I want to, you know, to everybody who's listening to this podcast is if you're not speaking about what you do, like you just heard Don speak about reverse mortgages. I mean, it's incredible. It's like you're preaching. It's it's amazing the passion there. I was preaching. Yeah, <laughs> he's like I was preaching. The passion. There, I mean, that alone is worth listening to to the podcast. I want to point out something that he said that I think is really really actionable for all of you guys. If you notice that Don is selling the benefits, the solution not the features, not the product. And there's a saying that you should pound into your head as a salesperson, features tell, benefits sell. So whenever you're presenting, whenever you're talking to people, remember that the benefits and the solution is what sells people, not your features, not your product. But here's your action item. All of you have just been given a lead generation strategy. If you're a real estate agent, Don said that a fifth of all sales that happened last year came from retirees needing to figure out what to do. Reverse mortgage is a huge opportunity, especially as we have this huge transfer of wealth that's gonna happen. Go and get Don's book. I'm gonna hold it right up here right now for you, all our YouTube watchers. The Retiree's Guide to Housing Wealth. Get this book because this book can be a lead magnet for you. Imagine if you order 10 of these 
and you literally and you go and give these out. You do a huge seminar, huge yep. way to where you can attract leads. You can follow up with people. Remember, the difference between a top producer and a mediocre producer in every single industry we've ever worked in is top producers take action. So take action on that today.